Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameona. I'm so glad that you're joining us so we can spend time together now as Kalyanamitta, good spiritual friends. Today, we're going to learn about a very important word. In Pali, the word is Dhammacharya. Can you recognize any part of that word? Dhammacharya. You probably know the first part, Dhamma. The second part means action or conduct. So, Dhammacharya means action that matches the Dhamma. In English, we can say righteous conduct. This is one of the many blessings we get to learn about in the Mahamangala Sutta. If you missed the previous episodes on the Mahamangala Sutta, just click on the show notes link and you can go back and listen to them. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of 
Abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem. I observe these precepts for happiness in this life, for rebirth in heaven, to escape from the sufferings of sansara. May it help me, may it be a blessing, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arhato. Samma Sambuddhasa Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Namo Buddhaya, meritorious children. We should remember that our life is beyond our control. We can't control our life. Even if we wish to have an energetic body, we can fall sick anytime. Even if we wish to become rich, if we do not have enough meritorious deeds done in past lives to become rich, we will not become rich as we wish. And also if we have not done enough merit in this life, we can't become rich without having the proper cause to become rich. Then we like to gain blessings for our examinations. Before we sit for exams, sometimes the parents take you to get blessings, to gain blessings from the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. So all of these things are done and we expect long life, beauty, happiness, comfort, pleasant words from others. We expect all those things to live happily. And to live happily, we always try to control things in life. We try to keep things according to the way we want, according to our wishes. If you have something for you, you will not like when others Touch that even. If you have something valuable, you will not like if someone asks to see that even. You try to protect the valuables that you have and then we try to keep the belongings, whatever we have for us and try to seek happiness from those things, expecting 
not to break those things in future or in the present. So our life is also, children, very unpredictable. So if the life is not maintained or if we can't live life according to our wishes, we need to have a protection from some way. If we can fall ill at any time, if we can become poor at any time, if we can lose money any time, if we can lose parents any time, sometimes we may even have to migrate from the country we are living right now to a different country. So our lives are not always controlled. But children, we should remember, amidst all these problems and difficulties in life, there is a way for us to control the body, speech and mind. We may have to change the country we are living. We may have to change the language that we are speaking. We may have to change the food that we are eating. We may get weak. We may become poor. But there is a support from the Buddha. If you get that support, even if you become poor, when you have the Buddha's knowledge, the Buddha's teachings, mentally you won't become poor. You won't suffer just by becoming poor. Even if you fall ill, you won't suffer. Even if you lose your friends, you won't suffer. Even if you have to leave the country that you are living right now and go to a different country, even if you go to a country that you have less facility, less comfort, yet if you follow the Buddha's teachings, all those problems can be abandoned. The sufferings that you will have to experience because of those problems can be abandoned and could be and will be able to live happily. So to live happily and to gain blessings for our lives, we can follow the Buddha's teachings wholeheartedly. So one of the suttas that help us to get blessings for our lives is Mahamangala Sutta. In Mahamangala Sutta, there are great qualities for us to practice in life. And when you practice those qualities, you will get enormous blessings for your life. You will get a great protection for your life. So, in Mahamangala Sutta, there is a special quality to practice. That is Dhammacharyacha. What's the quality? Dhammacharyacha. That means righteous conduct. Righteous conduct. Even if you are poor, you can practice righteous conduct. Even if you are ill, you can practice righteous conduct. Even if you migrate to a different country, you can practice righteous conduct. There is no obstacle for that. What is the righteous conduct that we should follow children to gain blessings for our lives, to live happily? The first righteous conduct is abstaining from killing other living beings, killing yourself and killing other living beings, not taking other beings' lives. Generally, you call it abstain from killing living beings. Then we will have to abstain from taking what is not given we should only use the things that we have and what parents have given to you. Then we should have a good conduct. We should not engage in sexual misconduct. Then, children, we should not tell lies. So that's how you protect your verbal actions. Think, would you like if someone cheat you? No. Think like that always, children. Then, uh, we should not hear something from here, from someone and go somewhere else 
and break the harmony of another person imagine you know two friends who are living peacefully and happily and some people when they see other people living happily and in harmony they try to break their harmony so we shouldn't do that from your verbal actions from your mouth you have a ability to talk don't use that ability to do bad things don't misuse that ability then we shouldn't use harsh speech talk roughly to people talk words that make others angry words that are unpleasant that make others despise his talk does not pave way to concentration when he talk like that when you do harsh speech others mind will never get calm will you like when other people talk to you harshly and ruin your concentration in the mind would you like if someone ruin your happiness would you like if someone make you unhappy no so don't use harsh speech don't ever use harsh speech then then the other bad way of doing the verbal conduct is gossip just unnecessarily talking unnecessary things talking about ministers talking about actresses talking about cartoons now if you watch a cartoon at home why do you need to share it with another friend what would that friend get will he get money will he get long life will he live long by hearing a cartoon if he learn a buddhist cartoon he might be able to have long life maybe a jataka story or dhammapada story but then if he hears a cartoon where fighting each other stealing other people's things breaking other people's houses killing others planning and killing others getting with groups and killing people now these are all mental reactions when you do when you play when you watch these unnecessary cartoons what happens to your mind your mind is corrupted children so do you like to share something like that with another friend and corrupt his mind as well don't gossip that is righteous conduct then children we can also control our mind even if we become poor we can control our mind because the reason you become poor is because of not giving dana but with the help of the buddhist teachings you can protect your mind poverty is not something permanent even if someone is poor he can again he can practice dana and become rich in future during buddha's time there was one story one person who was doing cultivation who had a paddy field he offered a dana to arahan sariputta and he was tired after working and he slept on a root of a tree under a tree he was sleeping then after he woke up when he saw the paddy field the paddy field has turned to gold the soil has turned into gold that much his merit was powerful children offering something to the sangha is not something simple that you do because the maha sangha the great arahants they had purified minds they were free from greedy they were free from hatred they did not have wrong views such people are very hard to see in this world try to think children try try to think about your friends whether they are with greedy or without greedy whether they are living with anger or without anger whether your friends are holding wrong views or right views 
try to count the number of people like that. Expand yourself. Think about the friends in your class. Think about the friends in your school. Think about the friends in your country, in the province, in the country, in the world. Children, Buddha said, if you keep some soil on your fingernail, if you take some soil from the earth and keep on your fingernail, and Buddha said, people like on the soil on the fingernail in this world are protecting the five precepts. People like the whole earth are breaking the five precepts. So people who are protecting five precepts are rare. Children, if you are observing and protecting the five precepts, you fall into the category of the soil on the fingernail. You are like amazing kids who are doing wholesome deeds. You should be happy thinking that you are a disciple of a Buddha who is following the Buddha's instructions. Then children, the right, another righteous conduct is you should not be greedy, would think greedily on others' wealth, would decide the wealth belong to others to be yours. Don't think like that. Don't think when you see other, other people's belongings, don't think may those things be mine. Don't ever think like that. Just let other belongings be there and be, and be with them. You may develop your life with your own effort. Try to develop yourself. Then don't get angry. You should never have thoughts of thinking, would think of ill will towards other people and want to destroy others. Never have such thoughts, even towards an insect. Don't feel like killing an insect. Then the last wrong thinking in the mind is having wrong views, thinking that no, no point of doing merit, no point of giving, no point of worshipping the Sangha, no, no point of worshipping the monks. Don't think that there's no point of worshipping parents, no point of worshipping the Sangha, no, there's, there's no point of helping others, there's no good results of doing good actions. So don't think like that. Those are wrong views that happens in your mind. Even a poor person, can't that person abandon the wrong views? Can abandon. Therefore, children, live a righteous life. Have righteous conduct. So, Dhammacharyacha, live according to the Buddha's teachings and realize the Buddha's teachings and live happily and gain enormous blessings to your life by practicing righteous conduct and realize the Four Noble Truths in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, 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 Namo Buddhaya. Metta Bhavana, Loving Kindness Meditation. Now we'll train our minds in loving kindness. When we practice this together, it makes it easier to handle difficult situations with the people around us. Instead of getting angry very easily, when we've trained the mind in loving kindness, we aren't quick to anger. And if we do get angry, it disappears very quickly. And even while we practice this kind of meditation, right now, our minds become calm and peaceful. So, close your eyes and sit quietly. Try not to move so that our minds can become still. Now, think in this way. May I be free from anger. May I be free from ill will. May I be free from jealousy. May 
men into suffering may i be free from physical suffering may i live in peace may i live happily may all beings in this place be free from
this world. Be free from anger. Be free from ill Be free from jealousy. Be free from mental suffering. Be free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings be free from so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you remember the special word that we learned today? Dhammacharya. And do you remember the simile the Supreme Buddha gave to compare how many people live according to the Dhamma, Dhammacharya, to the number of people that don't? He said that those who follow the Dhamma are like the amount of dirt under a fingernail. And the people who don't are like the entire earth. So, in this situation, don't we like to be like the dirt under the Buddha's fingernail? The monks here would love to hear about the good things that you're doing these days to collect good karma and merit into your lives. Just click on the show notes link to record a voicemail so we can share it on the air. It'll help inspire all of us to keep practicing the Supreme Buddha's teachings and living Dhammacharya. Now let's share merits. Today, we've collected very powerful good karma by body, speech, and mind. And when we collect merit in this way, we like others to have a happy mind thinking about this merit. So, remembering all of the good actions that we've done, may all heavenly beings, may our teacher Lokosanya Hunksa, may our parents, our friends, may they all rejoice in this merit. And through the power of this merit and this rejoicing, may they soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddha.